0: In three, two, one. welcome back to another episode of What the Fleep Are They? Talking about the podcast where we help you understand what everyone is talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody.
1: And make sure to follow us, and only us, because remember, if you're following other people, we feel abandoned and we get sad
0: we feel really sad but seriously follow other people get other content because you want different perspectives from all the other people
1: and we're not always right in fact we're probably almost never right so
0: that's, Possibly, that's the because fun people of it. are always asking what the bleep are they talking about
1: yes so
0: and today we are talking about how biden or well according to chuck schumer mm-hmm. biden must tap the oil reserves to lower gasoline prices and jennifer this hits home because you are sick and tired of paying High gas prices. I
1: paid... What did I pay today, this morning? Still over $3 with a discount.
0: Yes. Remember I, when it used to be $2.97? Yeah. Or Remember, it was less than... Yes. It was like
1: $2.50 or under. It was per, for a while. We keep going lower and we lower. really could. Yes. I mean, for a while, I think it had even got into $1.99 like sometime last year. I'm not even... I, anyway, it's been so low and mm-hmm. now it's a little ridiculous. So... I need something. Something's got to give.
0: Well, that is apparently the, the, the reserved oil that we have. That is what uh, Chuck Schumer wants to be the, the thing that's being given.
1: But I'm seeing this $4.87 on this picture, and I'm sitting here like, N- I just wouldn't do it. I that is do it. California. I, I would not go to work. No. I would just not go to work.
0: You know what's funny about this entire article? So there's kind of a theme here. So we have this one, this article where Chuck Schumer is saying we need to to tap into the oil reserves, and then the next article we have is talking about the oil pipeline in Michigan mm-hmm. that they're trying to shut down, which, for Seems all intents, yes, it would just make things way worse. worse. And all of this is happening right this this call to to you know release the oil, release the oil,
1: release the oil.
0: Uh, it's happening two days after the end of the climate summit.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a little funny.
0: Isn't that funny? <laughs> After two weeks of like, about showboating, green yes,
1: talking about all the things we're gonna do, and
0: getting their pictures taken, and getting the talking points recorded for the we, midterm elections, we come
1: home and we're like, gas prices are too dang high. Let's do something about it.
0: Well, let's oil. release the oil. Release the That's oil. That's fantastic.
1: That's. Definitely going to be the title of this video. Uh,
0: but according to Reuters, President Joe Biden's administration should tap into emergency petroleum reserves to lower rising gasoline prices as Americans go into the holiday season, Senator uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said on Sunday. Again, two days after the climate summit, after they screamed at us for being terrible human beings mm-hmm. for destroying the earth with our gasoline.
1: Well, we are. So, you know.
0: Uh, we're here today because we need immediate relief at the gas pump. And the place to look is the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, Schumer, a Democrat, said at a news conference in New York. Soaring gas prices and car sales drove a solid increase in U.S. producer prices in October as oil prices hit more than $80 a barrel, with OPEC and its allies rebuffing U.S. pleas for the producers to pump more crude oil. Energy Security uh, Energy Secretary Jennifer granholm said last monday that biden could act but there was still no word on whether he would authorize a sale from the u.s strategic petroleum reserve which is held in a series of caverns on the texas and louisiana coast analysts have warned a release from the reserves would only produce a short-term effect as is the case with something that is a reserve yeah it's kind of and we don't an want to completely
1: use. tap our reserve. I mean, I don't know how much is out there, but because then we don't have any more in reserve if we, you know, were in an even more serious emergency. Yes, but... very good. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's simplifying it. But <laughs> also going back to, like you said, the next article we're going to look at, like if we stop an entire pipeline, that's just going to make it worse.
0: Yes. Uh, But also think about this. If we use up the entire, even when we use the reserves up, the price of gas is still going to increase because you have to pay to replace those reserves, right? You have to pay the uh, the, whoever's mining the oil and and processing the oil and then having to store the oil. You'll still have to pay for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I doubt it would really decrease the price.
1: I mean, it might temporarily, but eventually it Obviously, has to it's even going out. Back up. Right,
0: it has to even out at some point. Right, and the long-term strategy is to pump more oil. But then there's also the trucker shortage as well. So how are they going to transport that oil? Yep. As the US economy reawakens after the coronavirus pandemic, supply and demand cannot keep up, especially with supply chain disruptions, Schumer said. No industry is spared, but fuel gasoline is the worst of all, Schumer said. Let's get the price of gas down right now, and this will do it.
1: Do you think that they're calling for that so that they can be like, oh, look, at the end of our first year, we got gas prices down so low so that they can have like kind of a small win going out of the first year?
0: I think, yeah, because there's been so many losses in the first year. So (laughs) many. So many many else. Um, But I don't think they're going to get the gas prices down to where they were before this year. No. so that's not even going to be a win but they can chalk it up to being a win you know mm-hmm. they've decreased they like, by 10 oh, cents look,
1: yeah mm-hmm. it's showboating
0: it really is everything for the next year until the midterms is going to be showboating oh, yeah. absolutely uh last week 11 senate democrats urged biden in a letter to tap the spr and ban crude oil exports to lower gas prices so you're not exporting oil you're keeping it all for yourself mm-hmm. but at the same time then we're not going to be selling it to other countries. So where are we getting the revenue to, you know, we could be selling it at a higher price to other countries and a lower price here. So then we'd have to increase the price on our own consumers because we're not getting the increased price by exporting. So I guess time will tell. Uh, Continued U.S. exports and overseas supply collusion could be devastating to many in our states, contributing to higher bills for American families and businesses. So what they're saying is, essentially, overseas supply collusion. So people are colluding to increase our prices, which is something we hear all the time. Remember the food shortages? They (laughs) say that, oh, the meatpacking industry and all of these food producers, they're colluding to increase the prices. That's why your July 4th's hot dog is so much. It's those damn meat companies.
1: Everyone's colluding for something nowadays, aren't we?
0: And maybe they are. Maybe. right? Maybe they're taking advantage of an opportunity, but at the same time...
1: We don't really know.
0: If they want to decrease the price and be the producer who can sell their product at a price people want to purchase it at compared to their competitor, they're going to do that. Yeah. It's just so funny. Yeah, I just find it so funny that this all comes two days after the climate summit. And this is coming from 11 Senate Democrats, Democrats who you know, I know have spent their entire career saying shut down the pipelines. Yep. It's just so funny. It's so funny, and I thought about this the other day. A lot of what people say, um, you know, in front of the cameras is not what goes on behind closed doors. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Right, because I'm doing a lot of research on like gun policies and things like that, and you see a lot of speech about like banning all guns and and, and, and what have you. But I've been going through what they're actually doing in the administration, and it's not that at all. Mm-hmm. It's reasonable things like community service right providing funding to decrease you know criminal behavior in the community and and this that and the other thing so it's really what you present in person is not at all what you're getting in the back end
1: but people don't want to hear
0: they don't they, they don't want to hear the
1: reasonable stuff no. they just want to hear they're gonna take away all our guns stop it or hey we are gonna take away all our guns Yay. they want the
0: buzzword because yeah. it's easy and i agree with that mm-hmm. i like the, i like the bullet points bullet points are bullet perfect points
1: are easy yes um but- unfortunately not logical
0: i think yeah i I think people are i don't know i wish people were more receptive to i don't know to to reasonable i was gonna say
1: to being reasonable human beings yes
0: yes uh but so this moves us into the second article and this has to do with line five which we talked about many weeks ago Mm -hmm. and this is line five it's in michigan and uh, uh governor gretchen whitmer wants to close it because the line goes through Lake Michigan and they're worried that a potential leak from Line 5 could, could you know, uh, ruin Lake Michigan, right? But Which it's, are valid concerns. Right, it's don't, a valid concern. Don't get us
1: wrong. They are valid concerns and, and the environment and green energy and things like that, that is the future, that is where we need to move. Right. But we are not there yet.
0: Um, but she's been struggling because Canada also owns Line 5 as well.
1: And they don't want to shut it down, if I'm not
0: mistaken. Uh, Canada does not. Canada does not. And even when it came to the, the pipeline that was shut down at the very beginning of the administration, I can't remember the name. Um, Canada did not want to shut that <laughs> down either because it cost them jobs. Yeah. Right? And it's an investment, right? Um, but the Biden administration has announced that it is not, for now, Supporting the closure of the Line 5 pipeline, which carries Canadian oil and gas across the border into Michigan, uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer has pushed in recent months for the line's closure on environmental grounds. The administration announced that it was not attempting to close Line 5 after all, even though they were pushing for it for like 10 months. Mm-hmm. And they already closed one pipeline, citing environmental concerns. Yeah. Um,
1: but, but okay.
0: But sure. Uh, Instead, it will continue a review by the Army Corps of Engineers and will maintain intensive talks with the Canadian government about the pipeline's future, which is another word for...
1: um, We're not going to do anything.
0: We're not going to do anything, but it's on review. Um, So if anyone asks, we're reviewing. We're reviewing. Closing line five would have limited the flow of oil and gas from Canada, which would have kept pressure on rising fuel prices, especially gasoline and propane. In addition, immediate closure of the pipeline would have dramatically affected Canada's economy and energy services on both ends as the oil and gas products transported by Line 5 are first drilled and enter the pipeline in western Canada and then transport through the northern United States where the pipeline deviates into Michigan and are ultimately delivered for refining in, and after the pipeline then re-enters Canada and terminates at a refinery in Sarnia, Ontario. Oh my was gosh!
1: A lot of explanation about how that pipeline works. While
0: I was reading it, I was imagining myself going through the <laughs> pipeline like it was some water water slide. Uh, where did I end up? I ended up in Sarnia, Ontario. Yes. As the refinery is a, also a major source of production of jet fuel for airports. Yeah, didn't we hear that um, uh, jet fuel was uh, the price of jet fuel has been up as well.
1: I don't remember, but I I would
0: imagine. I would imagine so. Uh, In both eastern Canada and the U.S. Midwest, uh, closure of the pipeline also could have caused a large disruption in jet fuel available to both countries' airports, but especially those in Canada. Noting that the pipeline was built in 1953 traverses the Straits of McKinnick, which separates the upper and lower peninsulas of Michigan and are where Lake Huron connects with Lake Michigan governor Whitmore declared de- declared that the pipeline was too environmentally dangerous to be allowed to continue to function uh, that embridged had violated a 1953 easement into Michigan and Canada we we know all this right it's a
1: very interestingly long sentence it
0: is all of these <laughs> are very very long uh, publicly defying governor Whitmer's orders uh, Enbridge the company continued to use the pipeline Uh, this move brought in the Canadian federal government and then they started suing everyone and following the poor results of last week's elections uh, skipping all the way down to the bottom uh, with rising inflation winter approaching and the U.S.'s largest trading party now furious uh, with it over line five Biden finally bowed to the inevitable While not explaining exactly what he or Governor Whitmer intended to do to resolve the dispute, the president took its potential closure off the table, at least for the time being, which is probably the best possible solution solution for this time.
1: Didn't they also, wasn't that what we read last time, that the Canadians, like, introduced some, like, invoked some treaty that they had also...
0: Yes. Was that what they were invoking
1: Um, the treaty on?
0: The 1977 U.S.-Canada Treaty.
1: You, you don't mess with treaties just
0: no saying. you don't no they are binding they
1: are legally and forever binding
0: this is just fantastic it's just so funny
1: because it's all coming two days after the climate summit
0: i don't even know I, I get the environmental concern but no one really owns a tesla car right now or an electric car
1: so I see a lot of them out on the road, but maybe I'm just seeing the same one over and over again.
0: But not 300 million Americans.
1: No. Like four. Right. So until those are more widely available.
0: And they will become more widely available.
1: And they'll become cheaper.
0: Especially. So, so yeah, Tesla, they're opening more production facilities and their whole plan is to reach economies of scale. And really that just means that they're able to produce cars to a degree where they can decrease the price exponentially. And in the next two or three years, they're going to have a car that's cost $28,000, which is reasonable for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Right. And especially taken to the fact that Tesla cars are relatively a new phenomenon, you're going to have in the next several, several years used electric vehicles that then people who are of lower income status can purchase those. Like right now, so many people rely on like Ford and GM cars because they're so cheap. They might use gas. The people buying them might want to save the environment, but they can't economically afford something like a a new car, which might be more fuel efficient, or Mm -hmm. a Tesla, which is much higher in price. So until low-income and middle-income people can purchase teslas or a used tesla or something that's environmentally friendly and economically friendly you're pretty much stuck on gas for now
1: and i feel like that's something that i don't want to get too like into it but like i feel like that's something everybody forgets it's like until these things are accessible to everyone mm-hmm. you will not be able to to make it happen, right. you have to focus on the lowest you know, income and, and status of, of the world, mm-hmm. or at least of America, in order to effect change yep. all the way up. Because mm-hmm. just, just the top having it is not gonna do enough, kind of like you were saying, mm-hmm. to, to make a difference.
0: Right, and what do we hear all the time? Complaints about the 1% in mm-hmm. this country. And the 1% are only about a million or less people, right? And only they can really afford electric vehicles. Yeah. So the 99%, until, like you said, until the 99% can afford these environmentally friendly vehicles, you're kind of stuck using what is economically friendly for them, right? Everything is built on like a tiered system, and mm-hmm. gas is kind of like tier one. Electric is kind of tier two. To get rid of tier one, tier two can't remain standing.
1: Exactly. And then to make, to do things to make gas, which is necessary because, again, the rest of the pyramid has to use it to make it so inaccessible by having gas prices be astronomical due to closing these pipelines,
0: mm-hmm.
1: just doesn't work. Because then, then what are we doing? Right, no one can get to work, and then we're still complaining about the Taco Bell being closed at nine o'clock.
0: Right, and you're talking about everyone talks about economic disparities. Well, if you can't drive to get to your job because you you're can't not allowed get to, to your you, job. right, you can't buy because you can't bill. buy
1: five dollars worth of gas, mm-hmm. like five dollar a gallon. Right. So it all now
0: works you're not making together. money. You don't have a job. Yep, it all yeah. works. Together. It
1: all works together. Would it be great if we could just go to immediate green energy? all electric vehicles yes Mm -hmm. but it's not happening it it can't happen not
0: yet not immediately but it has been happening happening slowly like we are so far beyond where we were when we were kids when we were hearing about this sort of thing we're so close to it it's it's not it doesn't make any sense to upset it when we are this close Mm -hmm. right
1: we're just we're in the home stretch Mm -hmm. but we we gotta get there
0: This is kind of, in all of those movies, this is kind of when everything collapses. Oh, fantastic. When you're always that close. Um, So uh, let us know in the comment section down below, uh, do you agree or do you disagree with us? Do you think that we should uh, rework the entire power grid uh, right now, or should we continue on this, uh, well, mildly, I don't know, moderate. Slow but increasing. Yeah, progression. (laughs) Because honestly, five, ten years from now, I think we'll be good. Yep.
1: Like, share, and scream in the comments, guys.